0: hey what's up everybody this is charles sabansi from the dreamers pro show and we want to welcome you guys to the dreamers pro podcast where we cover everything from sports hot topics classic debates entertainment and where we give you guys a fresh perspective on things and how we see them now let's get started with the first topic of today's show the biggest move that took place this offseason was the acquisition uh, of damian Lillard by the milwaukee bucks biggest move they moved through holiday and some other pieces but anyway the, the main point uh, was them getting Damian Lillard, and ever since they were able to acquire Damian Lillard, there's been all of this excitement surrounding the milwaukee bucks even i think the odd makers have the bucks as a team to be a lot of people feel like um they have a really good chance to come out of the eastern conference some people feel like the bucks and the boston celtics are the two best teams in the east and you have the other teams like miami philadelphia and others who are basically fighting for the other spots right so for me when that When that move went down, I was one of the people that thought it made great sense because Damian Lillard was presenting something to the Milwaukee Bucks that they didn't have. He was a complimentary star. He wasn't wasn't a redundant star. I think what they have in Phoenix is quite redundant because a lot of those guys do the same thing. Devin Booker, uh, Bradley Beal, Kevin Durant, they do similar things. In the case of Damian Lillard, him, Giannis, Chris Middleton, they all do totally different things. And I think that... Um, the pick and roll with Damian Lillard and Giannis Antetokounmpo is going to be one of the most lethal plays in the entire NBA this season, right? So what happened? We're in the pre- preseason. I think teams have played maybe four four games or so. Most teams have played four games or so, three or four games. Um, and yesterday I saw on the docket that there was going to be a game between <laughs> the Los Angeles Lakers and the Milwaukee Bucks. They were tra- they were flying out to L.A., and I think it was going to be Damian Lillard's big uh, debut with the team so i i tuned in i think yeah well like a few minutes to go in the first quarter because i wasn't i wasn't paying attention to when the game started so i tuned in and i think Dame was playing and i noticed lebron wasn't playing i think ad was playing and i watched a little bit of it um but i said to myself i'm not going to watch beyond the first half the reason i'm not going to watch beyond the first half is because i know most of these teams uh, in the pre-season, preseason, they're not playing their stars because no one really takes it seriously. You're getting a look at different lineups, different rotations. Some guys are just trying to build up a lather to go into the regular season, work on their conditioning. Various things. Various players are working on various things, right? So I, I, I seldom pay much attention to uh, the regular season. But it turns out the Los Angeles Lakers did not feel that way. Uh, it turns out that the Lakers came there to play some serious basketball And uh, they wanted to make Damian Lillard's life difficult in the beginning of the game by trapping him and doing all of those things. And it turns out that the way the Lakers were pretty much defending Lillard was something that irritated uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. And he made his feelings known in an article that we found today on... um, what is it on fadeawayworld.net? But before we even get into that, this video is brought to you by a brand new sponsor, Factor Meals. If you're like me or anybody that works at Dreamers Pro, chances are you're a very, very busy person, especially during the lunchtime when you don't have time to go to the grocery store pick out fresh ingredients and come back home and cook healthy delicious meals sometimes we're so busy that you just end up finding yourself making a ham sandwich or something like that which isn't really ideal and this is the reason why we are excited to be partnering with factor meals factor meals is America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit you can choose from up to 35 gourmet meals every meal is packed with premium ingredients crafted by Factor Meals team of culinary experts and designed by dietitians to ensure that every meal is packed with premium, science-backed nutritional quality. Your meals are delivered directly to your door, and all you need to do is heat them up in just under two minutes, then they are ready for you to eat and enjoy. So, for example, this week, I think I'm going to go with the Italian herb chicken. What I love is that under every single meal, you can see if it's a calorie-conscious option. For example, this meal I just chose is a dietitian-approved calorie Smart meal, which is around 550 calories or less per serving, and also a protein plus meal with 30 grams of protein or more per serving. So, if you want to give it a try, click the link in the description below, or head over to FactorMeals.com/dreamers50 and use code Dreamers50 to get 50% off. And remember, when you try Factor Meals by using the link in the description below, remember that you're supporting this channel. Thank you. Okay, so what we want to do is want to play exactly what Giannis Antetokounmpo had to say about the way the Lakers were guarding uh, Damian Lillard, and we're going to come back and continue on the show. Take a listen to what Giannis had to say here.
1: And you say, okay, yeah, this guy is different. <clears throat> but again, as I said, I've never, like, I've been with the Bucs for, this my 11th season. I've never seen from the first play of the game somebody being double-teamed, you know, and uh, it, was, it was a surprise. It's a preseason game. <laughs> you know, like, it's not. It's not the playoff game. It's not the regular season game. It's not the in-season uh, tournament game. <laughs> a, you know, or uh, playing game It's a, it's, a, it's a preseason game, you know. And he was double-teamed, so it's
0: insane, man. So you heard what Giannis had to say. Now, um, funny enough, at the end of that game, because they, they played it on ESPN, Damian Lillard was actually interviewed to give his thoughts on how he was played in that first game what he felt like to go out there and play with this team for the very first time so what we want to do is we want to play a little bit of what Damian Little had to say and then we'll come back and continue on the show take a listen to what Damian had to say here
1: first game in a new uniform how did it feel I feel great you know um, obviously it's always a little bit of rust in the beginning uh, but you know the game was very simple it was just a matter of getting my getting my wind up uh, you know just kind of getting in the rhythm they came out blitzing me from the beginning so it woke me up It was just good to be back on the floor. That's what coach Griffin told him that told us that they were blitzing you. They were doing all sorts of stuff to get the ball out of your hands. But he said you guys were almost too unselfish that he wants more shots up from you guys. You in particular. How does that process work here moving forward? I mean it's it's not something that I'm not I'm not used to. I'm used to getting blitzed. I'm used to having a lot of attention on me when I had a ball. So I just wasn't expecting it here you know right away. But I mean I made the same plays that I always make. I hit the pocket. I made the advance pass sometimes, I hit a, a couple of skip passes, um, but that's how I play. You know, I, I loosen up the defense, I make the right plays, and then, you know, I find my spots and I get aggressive in moments throughout the game, and that's what I did tonight. Um, it was just a, you know, a shorter leash tonight, shorter minutes. First game out here this season, so I felt good, and, you know, we just keep building on that.
0: What do you need to do to get yourself more comfortable with this particular group, whether it's on or off the floor?
1: I mean, I've been on the floor with him a, a decent amount, you know, over the last week and a half, two weeks. Uh, so I feel comfortable. You know, I played for, for Terry Stotts my first nine years in the league. And a lot of what we, we do offensively is what I did with him for nine years. So it's been pretty simple, you know, as far as that adjustment. Um, I think my game complements the guys really well. So it's been seamless. It hasn't been hard at all. And I think now it's just a matter of being able to play against other teams and get used to each other and how we're going to operate out there.
0: So you heard what he had to say. Here are my thoughts. First of all, again, I'm someone that pays absolutely zero attention to a preseason game. So for the Lakers to do that, I have no idea why they did that. Absolutely no idea. Number one, LeBron wasn't even playing. Number two, if you won the game, what would it mean? What does it mean? the lakers win a preseason game what so what the what does it mean it means absolutely nothing if they lost the game it means absolutely nothing the only person the only people it means something to are just emotionally unstable people that pay attention to the pre- these games don't mean anything why are you getting why are you getting yourself worked up for a preseason game number 1 number 2 i think that the lakers most likely are going to get a whiff of those comments And they may feel a type of way about it. To me, I don't know why. Because if I look at the box score uh, in that game, let's look at the minutes. Giannis played 15 minutes. Brooke Lopez Lopez played 22 minutes. Damian Lillard played 22 minutes. If you look at the Lakers, Rui Hachimura played, what, 17 minutes. AD played 19 minutes. Christian Wood played 23 minutes. Torian Prince played 15 minutes. D'Angelo Russell played 20 minutes. Uh, Scottie Pippen Jr., who played pretty well, actually, I, I was watching it, although he didn't shoot very well. But he looked pretty decent to me when I was watching him. Uh, he played for what twenty-five minutes. So to me, <laughs> this is not a serious game to begin with. It's not a serious game, and I think that that's what Giannis is talking. It's like, bro, what, 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 what are we doing? What are we doing? It's a preseason game. No one is here. No one is here taking this game seriously. I remember about two years ago, Kawhi Leonard was playing in a preseason game, and I'm looking at him. I'm like, yo, son is looking trash right now. I'm like, this is Kawhi Leonard? He don't even look like the same person. The minute the regular season started, that's when I knew Kawhi Leonard was Kawhi Leonard. So for the Lakers to be doing that, maybe they were trying to send him a psychological message. Maybe they were just trying to make it difficult, whatever the case may be. Now, if some of the Laker players or Laker staff, coaching staff, get a whiff of Giannis's comments and they feel like, oh, okay, well, that's how he feels. We're going to use some bulletin board material. You're going to need a lot more than that you're gonna need a lot more than that in terms of material to stop these guys to me listen the lakers lost it wasn't really a closed game but lebron didn't play he didn't play in the game so i don't understand what we're supposed to be getting from this game to me man it's the preseason people need to relax now if you're enjoying this show be sure to follow us on facebook at dreamers pro official instagram at dreamers pro and leave a review to let us know what you think about today's show now let's continue to the next segment There was a game that went down between the Lakers and the Milwaukee Bucks. In that game, Damian Lillard was making his preseason debut. I was able to catch the first half. I missed the majority of the first quarter, but I saw him play a little bit. Now, I didn't feel any excitement one way or the other because I know it was a preseason game. There wasn't much to take out of a preseason game, and these guys usually don't play a lot of minutes. Dane played about what, 15 to 19 minutes. Giannis played about 15 minutes. Guys, AD played about 19 minutes. Guys are not going to play a lot of minutes, right? So, I I don't see the reason why one would place a lot of stock, uh, in a preseason game. But it turns out, uh, Darvin Ham isn't one of those people. Now, if you as you guys know, Darvin Ham, uh, last year was his first year coach coaching. Uh, the Lakers, and in my honest opinion, he did a very good job, right? Considering where the team was and where they ended up last season, the coach did a very good job. Now, some people may have have wanted to be critical about him, but the fact of the matter is he didn't have a very good roster. He didn't have a roster that fit. And once you gave the coach a very good roster, you saw he was able to do some things. So I'm willing to give Darvin Ham some credit. Obviously, you're willing to give uh, Rob Palinka some credit. But anyway, in that game, the Milwaukee Bucks were able to be victorious, uh in the game and after the game in the post game conference darvin ham made some shocking comments like he was already throwing up the white flag to the lakers and already basically conceding like yo we don't want no problems with them thank god we don't have to see this team a lot of times this season i'm like bro after one preseason game y'all already throwing in the towel i'm like what is this so we want to actually read some of his comments but before we even get into that this video is brought to you by a brand new sponsor factor meals if you're like me or anybody that works at Dreamers Pro, chances are you're a very, very busy person, especially during the lunchtime when you don't have time to go to the grocery store pick out fresh ingredients and come back home and cook healthy delicious meals sometimes we're so busy that you just end up finding yourself making a ham sandwich or something like that which isn't really ideal and this is the reason why we are excited to be partnering with factor meals factor meals is america's number one ready to eat meal kit you can choose from up to 35 gourmet meals Every meal is packed with premium ingredients crafted by Factor Meals team of culinary experts and designed by dietitians to ensure that every meal is packed with premium science-backed nutritional quality. Your meals are delivered directly to your door and all you need to do is heat them up in just under two minutes. Then they are ready for you to eat and enjoy so for example this week i think i'm going to go with the italian herb chicken what i love is that under every single meal you can see if it's a calorie conscious option for example this meal i just chose is a dietitian approved calorie smart meal which is around 550 calories or less per serving and also a protein plus meal with 30 grams of protein or more per serving so if you want to give it a try click the link in the description below or head over to factormeals.com dreamers50 and use code dreamers50 to get 50% off and remember when you try factor meals by using the link in the description below remember that you're supporting this channel thank you so let me read what this article had to say here we're getting this from uh fadeawayworld.net it says darvin ham issues uh, warning about Giannis Antetokounmpo and Damian Lillard duo. The Milwaukee Bucks debuted their starring, their star pairing of Giannis Antetokounmpo and Damian Lillard in a preseason win against the Los Angeles Lakers. Giannis and Dame's performance prompted Lakers head coach Darvin Hand to warn other teams in the NBA about arguably the best duo in the league. He goes, best of luck to everyone. The other 28 teams uh, besides from ourselves that have to figure out how to stop that. I'm just happy we only have to see them twice in the regular season. What? What? You only happy that you got to see them twice in the regular season. I thought you would want to see this team more than more than twice in the regular season. Ain't you supposed to be trying to get to the finals? Ain't you supposed to be trying to get to the NBA finals? Don't you want to face this team in the finals? You're already throwing up the white flag? First of all, LeBron didn't play in that game. He didn't play. The the man didn't even play in the game. So it's not like as if you got to see your full unit against these guys. Scottie Pippen Jr. played 25 minutes in that game those rotations that we saw on the floor those are going to be the real rotation now we all know that Darvin Ham knows Giannis he used to be a former a former Milwaukee Buck assistant head coach we, we know all of these things maybe he may be trying to bat him on the back whatever it is but nevertheless based off of a preseason game is this where we're at off a preseason game to me it sends the message like oh well what are we going to do they're a the better team personally I think the Lakers are one of the better teams in the NBA. I think the Lakers are going to be one of the better teams in the Western Conference this season. I believe that. They have a lot of young guys. I was listening to him in the post-game conference, and they asked him, they were like, hey, uh, Darvin, do you, can you foresee a situation in which you have six to seven players on your roster, average double digit uh, in, in, in points per game this season? He goes, yeah, it's conceivable. You got a roster where you have at least six guys that could possibly average over double digits in points which could take off the pressure on guys like LeBron James and, and Anthony Davis and others, and you're already throwing in the white flag, that's not a good look. Now, for Laker fans hearing that, I can understand if some Laker fans are frustrated here, like, yo, bro, what are you doing? What are you doing? It's a preseason game. To me, I didn't see anything that made me say, oh, my Lord, this guys are going to be on. You didn't play them for a full game. And honestly, if the Lakers played the Bucks in a full game in a regular season game, I wouldn't be so shocked if the Lakers beat them in that game. Who would be so shocked by this? Maybe it has to do with all of the hype surrounding this football, I mean this football, this basketball team and a lot of people are buying their stock and it's understandable. They're going to be a formidable they're going to be a formidable team, but they still got to go out there and play the games. They still got to go out there and win these games. And to me, I don't know if like they're already trying to plan excuses already. Like, hey, man, but there's nothing we can do. I mean, what are we supposed to be doing? If 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 it was the if it was Ty Lu that was saying this after a preseason game, and in a game in which Kawhi didn't play and Paul George playing, they lost to the to, to the Bucks, and he's like, man, I don't know what we're going to do, man. Thank God we can only see this team. Like, I'd be like, what? I'm like what? I'm like, why are we even playing this season then? So. That's the part I didn't get. Now, some people could say, well, you know, maybe he's playing some mind games. Maybe he's making them feel like, oh, you know, they're really, really good. And then he's going to pull the carpet from under them. I guess. I guess. But to me, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I didn't see this huge difference in talent. And I, I didn't see it. Now, if it was a full game where LeBron played, everybody played, they played their normal minutes. and the Laker, I mean, And the Lakers lose by like 15 points. And you see that they were trying, and it just looked like they were totally outclassed and outmatched and overmatched. Then I would say, Hmm, I'll be a little bit worried because you're worried because you're looking at that team as the barometer. Why? Because a lot of people think that that's the team that's gonna come out of the Eastern Conference. You still cannot forget about the Denver Nuggets. So I can understand if it was that circumstance. But after a preseason, yo, what are we doing? Preseason games? This is where we are right now. Now, if you're enjoying this show, be sure to follow us on Facebook at Dreamers Pro Official, Instagram at Dreamers Pro, and leave a review to let us know what you think about today's show. Now, let's continue to the next segment. This morning, I was combing through the internet doing some research, and I came across uh, an article from the Sports Rush. And the article actually had a very, very interesting um, head uh, t- uh, was a headline title. And it goes, it says something about Michael Jordan gets maximum votes from tennis stars as a goat of any sport. And then I was like, it didn't register my mind properly. So then I started to go into the article and I mean, the Yeah, I started to go into the article and read a little bit. And then I quickly started to understand as I was going through the article. And it's a multi-layered uh, thing there. Now, for those of you guys who follow this channel, you guys know that we're a basketball channel predominantly and um, I've said on more than one occasion that I think MJ is the greatest basketball player of all time I say that because I believe that and this is coming from a Kobe Bryant fan right Kobe fans at some point in time uh, in history we probably said to ourselves you know what man maybe Kobe might be just as good as Jordan but then after you do the research you know you watch these two guys play as a Kobe Bryant fan Kobe was incredible I mean he, he really was I got him in my top three of all time but i've watched jordan i've watched a lot of footage of him i watched the last dance i saw him play with the wizards although those were his twilight years but i've watched a lot of games on jordan and jordan moved in a way that i haven't seen any other athlete play basketball move it was it was weird i've seen he has i mean the way he played and his movement on the court it's it's actually surreal right and then once you start investigating his career and going into his accomplishments, I mean it's staggering information that you're going to be able to find. And then once you know, once you know, once once you finish doing the research, you just have to come to the conclusion that listen, for as much as I love Kobe Bryant, I don't think he's better than Michael Jordan. I think most Kobe fans would admit that if we're being uh, if we're being uh, honest. And it seems like it's not just Kobe fans that are willing to admit this. It seems like some tennis stars uh you know were recently asked to, to give their take on who's the greatest player of any sport and a lot of them a lot of them actually seem to uh be leaning in the, in the direction of michael jordan and that's really what we want to focus on today before we even get into that this video is brought to you by our brand new sponsor factor meals if you're like me or anybody that works at dreamers Pro, chances are you're a very very busy person especially during the lunchtime when you don't have time to go to the grocery store pick out fresh ingredients and come back home and cook healthy delicious meals sometimes we're so busy that you just end up finding yourself making a ham sandwich or something like that which isn't really ideal and this is the reason why we are excited to be partnering with factor meals factor meals is america's number one ready to eat meal kit you can choose from up to 35 gourmet meals Every meal is packed with premium ingredients crafted by Factor Meals team of culinary experts and designed by dietitians to ensure that every meal is packed with premium science-backed nutritional quality. Your meals are delivered directly to your door and all you need to do is heat them up in just under two minutes. Then they are ready for you to eat. And enjoy. So, for example, this week, I think I'm gonna go with the Italian herb chicken. What I love is that under every single meal, you can see if it's a calorie conscious option. For example, this meal I just chose is a dietitian approved calorie smart meal, which is around 550 calories or less per serving, and also a protein plus meal with 30 grams of protein or more per serving so if you want to give it a try click the link in the description below or head over to factormeals.com dreamers50 and use code dreamers50 to get 50% off and remember when you try factor meals by using the link in the description below remember that you're supporting this channel thank you so let me get into this article uh here basically the article starts off with a headline michael jordan gets maximum votes from tennis stars as goat outside uh the sports Ronaldo Messi fans express uh shock. The article then continues on fan divi- fan divided over Ben Shelton. Tommy Paul picking Michael Jordan. Basketball legend, Michael Jordan was the most picked athlete, being named by four different players. Stefano, Tommy Paul, Ben Shelton, and Hubert uh Herkaz chose the six-time NBA champion. Messi was mentioned, uh, and a few others were mentioned. So, actually, what we want to do is want to play the audio of these gentlemen being asked the question to list the greatest player of any sport outside of tennis. So I anyway, want you guys to listen to what they had to say and then we're gonna come back and continue on with the show. Take a listen to what these gentlemen had to say here. Tommy,
1: hey, quick question. Outside of tennis, who's the GOAT?
0: Um, I mean, first
1: thing that comes to mind is Michael Jordan. Hey, quick question. Yes. Outside of tennis, who's the GOAT? Uh, Kobe Bryant. Hi Ben, quick question. Outside of tennis, who is your GOAT? Um, got Michael Jordan. Yeah. Uh, well,
0: that's a. Uh, uh, no, definitely. Outside of tennis, I would say Michael Jordan.
1: Hey, quick question. Outside of tennis, who's the GOAT?
0: Um, Michael Jordan. Oh God, that's so tough. Just because I like soccer, I would say Cristiano and Messi, together combined
1: is the GOAT. Let's do it this way. I need to say something.
0: Hey, Seppi. Hey. quick hey. question. <laughs> outside of tennis, who's your GOAT?
1: Outside of tennis? Like in any sport? Probably Tiger
0: Woods, golf. It's going to be time. Awesome.
1: The GOAT, outside?
0: Outside of tennis.
1: Uh, Messi and Maradona. Easy question. Which? Messi and Maradona.
0: But if you have to choose one. Argentina, Messi and Maradona. The WM. Yeah, ciao. <laughs> so you heard what they had to say right you heard what they had to say the majority of them uh went for Jordan of course Messi got some votes Ronaldo got some votes Maradona got some votes uh Kobe Bryant got a vote which kind of surprised me and then uh you know a few others so what I want to do is I want to read the reaction um from some people uh you know that that saw this video one person said interesting they they mostly chose Jordan when he doesn't have the records but when acts in tennis it's only about records another person said the nike propaganda is actually insane a player from basically north america from, an, from a from an north america sport is being called the goat by so many that's that's what billion of dollars of extreme advertising does to mf 90% of those people around the world know him only due to the shoes nike branded him after another person said michael jordan lol even figo was the day and comes before him let alone cristiano and messi and maradona another person said messi and ronaldo then jordan another person said michael jordan the degenerate gambler another person said the right <laughs> the only right answer uh, is leone messi um and then another person some other people started saying jordan is the only answer Blah 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 so you heard what it had to say there let me give you guys my thoughts None of this really surprises me, uh, if we're being honest. It doesn't really surprise me. And I say that for a few reasons. Firstly, um, we recently produced a show uh, and it was centered on some comments that Tom Brady had. And Tom Brady is arguably the greatest NFL uh, football player in NFL history. And at one point, it was said that Brady was actually trying to chase Michael Jordan instead of Joe Montana, Montana. that he wanted to get seven championships to be able to pass Jordan. This is a person that's in a totally different sport. Totally different sport. And even he was chasing Michael Jordan. The fact of the matter is this, Michael Jordan is arguably the most famous American athlete going today. And the question then becomes, why is he so famous? If you listen to some of the people in the article, they said that this is what happens when you have Nike promoting you. What they failed to realize by making that comment is that some of the athletes that they mentioned, like Cristiano Ronaldo, for example, he's also a Nike athlete. So if Nike is marketing Jordan, they're also marketing Ronaldo. But here are the facts of the matter. Michael Jordan took Nike to a place they would have never even dreamed of had it not been for what his play The hype around Jordan was driven by his performances This is the part that I think some of the people that don't understand the impact of Jordan on sports as a whole I think that's the part they're they're, they're wrestling with They seem to feel like oh it was Nike promoting Jordan and therefore he got so big. It's like, no. It was Jordan playing the way that he was playing while wearing Nikes that made Nike so big. That's what happened. How many um athletes at Nike have their own shoe division? Like Jordan, Brandt, like their, their own specific division with, with Nike. I think Jordan's the only one, right? Jordan's the only one that actually has other athletes under him. I think Zion Williamson is one of the people with him, if I'm not mistaken. The fact of the matter is, an argument could be made that Jordan is the goat of all goats in sports. There's a legitimate argument for that. Michael Jordan took the NBA to heights it had never seen before. Magic Johnson and Larry Bird saved the league. MJ took it to a stratosphere it hasn't been to since. Basketball was more popular when Michael Jordan played than it is today. Go look at the numbers. Go look at the finals ratings. Go look at the amount of people that were tuning in to watch basketball when Michael Jordan was playing. Everybody knows Jordan. People that don't even watch basketball, they know Michael Jordan. Did you see what happened during the last dance? Did you see how many people tuned in to watch that documentary? It was the most successful documentary in the history of ESPN docuseries in the history of ESPN. Now, here's the kicker. Jordan has somehow been able to achieve this goat status in terms of his popularity. Without being a social media personality, you now have to ask yourself, how is this possible? Cristiano Ronaldo is the most followed athlete in the world. It's not even close. Michael Jordan is not even on Instagram. He's not even on Instagram. But yet, every year, his shoes sell like hotcakes. Every year. When Michael Jordan went to the 75th anniversary at the All Star game, a guy that hasn't bounced the basketball in 20 years. Do you know that MJ got the biggest applaud in that room in Cleveland? That was LeBron. That's where LeBron James is from. He got... MJ got more applause from the crowd in Cleveland than LeBron did in Cleveland. And if you think of Jordan's history, historically, Jordan actually broke Cleveland's heart. He did. But nevertheless, he got the biggest round of applause. So, to me... I think the people commenting on Jordan are unaware of his real impact and they're doing Jordan a significant disservice by not understanding his accomplishments. One person said he doesn't have the records. What records? What records are you talking about? What records are you talking about? He doesn't have the records. What records are you referring to? The records of what? Because if you knew what you were talking about, Jordan has dominated the history books of the NBA, dominated it, decimated it. It's not even close. And for the people who don't know, I'll read you off. I'm just going to give you a list of some of J- Jordan's accomplishments for you for your own personal edification. So maybe next time you won't put out, put out such an ignorant comment uh, on the internet. Here are the facts. Michael Jordan is the greatest two-way player that ever played in basketball. Michael Jordan has 10 scoring titles. Michael Jordan made nine all-first defensive teams, and he won the defensive player of the year. Michael Jordan went for an eight-year stretch where the Chicago Bulls never lost more than two games in a row. Michael Jordan holds the highest scoring average in the history of the sport in the regular season. He also holds the highest scoring average in the history of the sport in the playoffs. That's Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan holds the record for the most 40-point games in the history of basketball. To put that into perspective for you, Kobe Bryant has more 40-point games than LeBron James and Stephen Curry combined, and Jordan has more 40-point games than him. Than him. Michael Jordan is the only player in NBA history that's only been defeated in the playoffs when he was playing with one other all-star one time. One time. That's it. When he was playing with one other all-star, Jordan only lost in the playoffs once. One time in the history of a sport. Michael Jordan is also a gold medalist. Maybe some people weren't aware of that as well. And then on top of that now, if we get to the numbers. No one had more people watch him in an NBA finals than Michael Jordan. No one has sold more shoes in the sneaker game than Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan outsells current athletes still playing in the NBA today by a very wide margin. Ask yourself, how is this possible? You think it's Nike marketing? So you think Nike's not marketing Kevin Durant? You think Nike's not Nike's not marketing uh, LeBron James? Wake up and smell the coffee. Like, cut it out. Let's cut it out. He is one of the greatest athletes of all time. If you hear those tennis players saying he's a goat. They're saying it for a reason. They're saying it for a reason, but the whole record talk and all of that, some of the stats, I could, I could do a 30-minute video just listing all Jordan's accomplishments. A 30-minute show. Breaking it down to you. He, he's the only player I've researched since I've been following this uh, basketball that the more you research his stats, the more freaky it gets. He is the only athlete I have ever researched that the more you research his numbers, the freaker he gets and he's doing all of this without social media because jordan doesn't promote anything he doesn't promote anything so those guys are not saying that for nothing now if you have your if you have a different opinion no problem but to say you don't see why that is you must be lost you must be lost when it comes to sports thank you for listening to today's show and don't forget to let us know what you think about today's show on itunes or any of your favorite podcasting platforms.